listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 225. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the dude in serious need of a haircut. John Brownstone, <laughs> you have curly hair. Yeah, I know. And when you start getting tufts that stick out from your head, it's time for a haircut. Yeah, this is still shorter than I used to keep it. I know, but you've spoiled me. Uh, okay. I like your short hair. All right. I like rubbing your head. In all the ways that that implies. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, sorry, we got off track there. This week, um, no single topic. We're answering a listener and subscriber and follower and people who know us on the internet. Y'all's questions. That's what we're doing. We're answering y'all's questions. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram, that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show. I can't speak. All links are in the show notes. Y'all know that. Some of y'all are mouthing this along with me, and I'm like, what are words? <laughs> I think it's the three sips of coffee I've had. Uh, That's what I'm blaming. Gotta on. blame it on something. Of course. Uh, <laughs> as always, a big thank you to our patri- patrons over on Patreon. Wow, this is gonna be a long show. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Thank you for being there. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your ideas. Thank you. If you would like to become an official proud cricket, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Lords. It's patreon.com slash Lords, or the link is in the show notes and you can join for as little as $2 a month. Okay, before we answer as many questions as we can, we got more than we've ever gotten for. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna try rapid fire. We'll see how that goes. I did have a couple of announcements and a couple things I missed from last week that I'm like, oh my god, how, how, how? Um, it's just two, really. One is that the hot octopus coupon code um, is still run available through July 21st. So we are an affiliate of Hot Octopus. We have tried every single toy they've ever made. We have loved to varying degrees every single toy they've ever made. Um, and they gave us a special coupon code for the first part of July. It's CMM15. You get 15% off anything at Hot Octopus. Um, full disclosure, I said we're an affiliate. That means if you use our code or you use our link in either the description box or the show notes page or however you get to it, uh, we do make a small commission. But that code is the best code we've gotten in a while because they were giving me 20% off codes, but it was item specific. So if you didn't want that item, that sucked to be you, but this one is good off of anything in their, uh, on their website. Um, toys for penises, toys for vulvas. Uh, we have one that I thought we were going to record the review for today, but I have to participate in trying it out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad, but so <laughs> CMM 15 now through <laughs> July 21st, 2020. If you're in the market, if you got some cash, there you go. The other one, and I forgot to mention it in the la- last week's episode early. So if you are a cricket who stays till the bitter end, you heard, but let's make sure everybody is aware. Mm-hmm. Um, in June, the amazing, elegantly owned Teshu's in the live stream chat, shout out to Teshu, uh, sponsored several episodes and they also sent us product and we did a review and we did a video and they were like, hey, I'm gonna send you extra, feel free to give it away. And we're like, perfect. Mm-hmm. So we did do um, a review video for Elegantly Owned. It's on our YouTube channel. Link 
uh, for sh uh, podcast listeners will be in the show notes. Um, if you watch us on YouTube, it is one of, it's like, I'll try to remember to link it down in the description box because I haven't yet, but I will. If not, just go into our channel. It's there. Um, but we were giving three prizes away and we're not limiting it to just the US. So you can live in other countries and we will we will send it to you if you win. Um, that giveaway runs through um, the month of July. So um, one entry per person. So those are the things I wanted to make sure I said because there's coupon codes for people who wanna shop and there's giveaway for people who are like, I ain't got no fucking money. Totally understand. <laughs> there we go. We've done our part. Now we're gonna get into answering questions. So for the question <laughs> bit, um, uh, I put a thing out on, what am I trying to call it? Instagram. Yeah. Fat life, and then I told, uh, and Patreon, because it was like, I'm not gonna be a perk to be a patron. There we go, there's a perk. I'm gonna start with Instagram, because uh, I was very excited. I did it as a story, and I was like, I'm using all these, ask me a question. I was so creative, and it was so fun, so we're gonna start there. Um, and I actually don't know a question to Maisie Honey's thing, unfortunately. I wish I did. Uh, do you guys know any alternatives to metal collars that lock? I'm allergic, and I guess it would depend on the metal, because like, I immediately thought of elegantly owned where it's both stainless steel and aluminum. Right. So if you are allergic to those two things, I don't know what any alternatives might be. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure because even leather mm -hmm. generally has... Has metal and metal. Like, and maybe it would depend on who's making metal collars of different types of metals and then it would de true. depend on... And then it would depend on which metal you're allergic to or if it's all metals. If it's all metals, then I know that there are definitely leather collars out there that are made, you know, to, to lock. But it's usually, it's usually metal. Mm -hmm. It's usually metal. metal and I yeah. don't know. I mean, other, um, other than leather, you know, or maybe, um, I can't think of what they're made of, but like the chokers. Yeah. That were very popular for a while. But even the, the locking mechanism is usually metal. metal. And I, mm -hmm. I, the question then, I guess it depends on which metal it is that you're allergic to. Because like I said, elegantly owned, I know. Um, oh, and this is what's lovely about doing a live stream and having Taishu here. Taishu mm -hmm. says, aluminum is considered hypoallergenic because it has no nickel. So, Maisie Honey and anybody else, if you have not tried aluminum, look for aluminum. I can tell you elegantly owned does offer aluminum. It may not be the only one, might not be the style you're looking for, but that was what I would say to look for. So hopefully that helps. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Taishu. Um, okay, let's see. Inner Queen Beauty asks, how can I suggest ideas to my dominant without topping from the bottom? And somebody else asked this through FetLife, so we're gonna answer two questions at once here. Um, okay. How do I suggest ideas to my dominant without topping from the bottom? Um, I'm gonna get, this is not directed at you, Inner Queen Beauty, or um, the other person who asked this question, but I'm gonna get a little snarky and say, we need to stop thinking that a submissive saying, I want this thing, equals topping from the bottom. Mm -hmm. So if, if we could get people, other people, doms, tops, other submissives and bottoms, to stop thinking that having wants and needs is topping from the bottom, yeah. because my first instinct is to say, you sit down in whatever way you normally communicate with that person and go, hey, these are some things that I would like. Ta-da! Mm. It should be that simple. But if you're getting toed from somebody, then it, so of course, well, I, not I, think, I think the first approach would be to do it with respect. Anytime you're speaking to each other and you're dynamic, yeah. there should be respect. I, 
I say that as somebody who sometimes forgets. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, so if you have a way that you communicate about other things mm-hmm. in your relationship, maybe you do check-ins, maybe you talk about things that you already know you want to explore together, and whatever that parameter is, yeah, it's it. To me, it should be as normal as, it's just part of the conversation. Hey, I've been thinking about. Hey, I'm curious about. Hey, what do you think about? Hey, would you like to try? Yeah. You know? I, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a matter of, you know, if, if nobody talked about what they wanted. Right, the Dom doesn't get to decide all the things, y'all. They just, they just don't. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a two-way street. You get to yeah. decide that as long as they pull from the laundry list of things you both mutually want to do together that maybe mm-hmm. the dom gets to decide what and when and how within parameters as they're discussed but it's not the the dom's list is one through a hundred and we always do one through a mm-hmm. hundred and the submissive if they're lucky gets like half a thing if they ask on the correct tuesday of the correct month under a full moon with the right or respectful tone like it's yeah. it doesn't it shouldn't be that complicated and if it is that complicated then ooh, i'm gonna go on a rant and right. <laughs> it might be early for me to start I ranting mean, already i mean another way to do it would be to sit down and, and go through a checklist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yes no maybe lists are great for this right. checklists are great for this um even doing um those online tests where you like rank what you're into sometimes that's a good way to go oh i am into this thing do you see my test score Mm -hmm. i don't want that to be a substitute for open clear honest communication i think it's a great tool for bringing up things you're not used to talking about yet but saying, hey, I really want to try this thing, or I'd really like to experience this thing, or I'm really curious about this thing, not topping from the bottom. Saying, if you don't do this thing for me right this second, we're through, here's my collar. Okay, we're talking about something different, but the vast majority of people are not doing that. And quite (laughs) frankly, if they are, I would imagine it's after literal months of begging in other ways and not getting what they need. So. That, that's my probably not very helpful answer. It's treat, speak within the power dynamic you have. Like right. you said, be respectful, just as you should expect your partner to be respectful back to you. Do not make demands that it happen right the second before your partner's even decided if they're into it or gotten the skills they need to execute the thing you want. But I mean, I just feel like our wants and needs should be the same as me going, you know what I'd really like for dinner tonight? I'd really like chicken tenders. How do you feel about chicken tenders? And then we have a discussion about how we feel about chicken tenders. By the way, we're having chicken tenders for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That was discussed before uh, But discussing Discussing one's wants and needs is way different from topping. Yes, and that's the thing that, that makes me sad and angry and frustrated for people who are in a dynamic where they they have to ask this question legitimately yeah. because they for whatever reason either from a partner or from the community or from their social media or from erotica or whatever source are getting are being told somehow that asking for what they want talking about their own needs is topping from the bottom let us all just say communally fuck that shit this is what i'm going to say to that okay we're going to the next question which okay. is also a good question Following wants chicken now. Okay, chicken tenders for everybody. Chicken tenders for everybody. Um, we're going to Zaxby's tonight. 
we are not sponsored by Zaxby's, but if they would like to sponsor us. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ryan asks on Instagram, are safe gestures or safe touch ever used in scenes instead of using a safe word? Absolutely. Yes. They do not get talked about as much. We do tend to fall back on the safe word thing. A little bit ableist because some people are not able to use safe words in the way that many of us can, mm -hmm. but also it ignores the fact that sometimes your scene has, has you in a ball gag or has you in some predicament where you can't speak. And so therefore you have to use something else. Right. I mean, there, there are times, you know, you're gagged or, you know, and you can't speak. So yes, you have, you have to have some kind of alternative. Right. And they do get used. They just don't oh, yeah. get talked about as mm -hmm. much, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, I've heard of some people having bells. Yep, I've seen and heard they hold people. On to or they have they something, drop something in their hand. If they drop it, that's that's the cue. I have seen. There was a universal one at the old club we used to go to, which was actually the "Hey, I need help!" like serious help. Um, but it was stomping their feet three times. Uh huh. And that was yeah. that was if somebody was downstairs and you were upstairs, they knew to immediately come. Yep. Um, but. A safe gesture, a safe touch, anything that's not a spoken word, whatever you decide for yourself, just like a safe word has to be discussed ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Both partners need to be reminded of it before the scene starts. And yes. if you're the top or the dom, you don't want to rely on that. Somebody, a sub can get so far into subspace, they can't do it. Mm -hmm. um, there could be something else going on physically, mentally, emotionally that prevents them. Um, I know plenty of submissives who will do the, should I say for it? Oh no, am I a failure? And really it, you know, they will stop themselves, even though they could be potentially putting themselves into harm's way. Yeah. So you have it, you don't rely on it. Checking in, asking questions, is this okay? Can I keep going? We like to use a color system. Mm -hmm. um, and if I can't even answer, we stop. So yes, safe gestures, safe words, absolutely, absolutely available to yep. people if that works best and we need to discuss them more. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, from Little in Disguise. What is your take on the new blossoming type of submissive type known as warrior prince? I don't know if it was meant to be warrior princess or princesses. I don't know if there's a warrior prince out there. I have heard it. Yeah. When I have read, I have not studied up on it. I have not deep into it. So I don't have an informed opinion. So I'm not gonna give you an informed opinion. When I have read what it is supposed to sort of mean, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Um, I have <clears throat> felt the pull of a little bit of identification. It's sort of this idea, and it's when I see it in Warrior Princess kind of description, it is very much geared towards cisgender, typically cisgender mm -hmm. female submissives. Um, but I like to think that the wording of it, any woman, trans or, or cis, doesn't matter could maybe identify with it of you're really strong, you're really proud, you're really this, you're fierce, but also you've got this sort of softer side. Um, I think that people are constantly figuring out new ways to describe who they are and how they yeah. feel. And if a current label does not fit or feel right or feels limiting, then people come up with new labels. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, I mean, I, I've heard uh, this before, the warrior mm -hmm. princess. Mm -hmm. um, now, the one I have heard being used quite a bit lately on, on a number of different platforms has been the alpha sub. 
Yes, which, and I also sometimes been, relate to that too. Which, which has been around for a while, but it seems to be coming into more use of late. I have really seen it mm-hmm. bandied th- around in a lot of blogs and discussions. And sometimes I think that's because in our sort of generalized chat about submissives, especially the memes that are very much uh, the stereotype cliche of male dom, female sub, um, it's very limiting, you know, she is this, she is that. And it's like, if you don't see yourself in that, then you, of course, you're like, but am I really a submissive? And so then people start coming up with new ways to describe things that there aren't adequate labels for. They don't feel like they have Mm -hmm. adequate labels for. I love labels as a word person, as a writer, because then we get a common language and we get a place to start the learning process and the discovery process. Um, I also think that anybody who wants to reject labels and say, fuck that, you can do that. I see labels all the time that I'm like, I really like that description. I could see where I kind of fit that and I still don't use them for myself. So, yeah, I don't have, I mean, I've seen it, of the warrior princess thing. I, you know, for myself, I kind of sometimes go, yeah, I think I kind of identify that way, but I don't have enough of an opinion because I don't, haven't taken it on as my own identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as long as we're careful, we as a general community, to realize that the moment we def- try to def- strictly define a label, we narrow it down and we limit it and people can be excluded who we don't mean to exclude. Um, And I think that that's the only thing I would say about any labels that get added or get brought back that maybe, you know, fell out of use and are coming back or whatever is just make sure that we're not so narrowly defining it. We're leaving out a whole bunch of people who could absolutely embrace that title. But now they're sliding into my DMs going, am I allowed to call myself this because I don't fit this specific criteria? And that's the thing that I am not not comfortable with. The more I've learned about labels, the more I've sort of opened my perspective and eyes to what the community can be. That's the thing I caution against. Okay, next question from Marley. Um, My dom doesn't make time nor communicate with me. Should I end our agreement? So (laughs) I'm not ever here to tell anybody to dump the motherfucker. Uh, (laughs) Even though sometimes that's what it sounds like. Um, If this is a consistent thing or a trust violation or a you've had the conversation and they're still just not interested, not into it. I'm going to ask, what are you getting from this relationship and how is it benefiting you? And if the answer is nothing but a lot of frustration and heartache or nothing, and I'm in no way being benefited by this other than the fact that I get to call myself a submissive because I've attached myself to a dom who's not even attempting to put in the work, then I think you know the answer. Um, is it, you know, are you getting a lot of convenient excuses? Is your gut telling you something that you just don't want to be true? You really wish you could make mm-hmm. go away? Those are internal conversations to have with somebody. I'm, I am a person who historically gives way too many chances <laughs> of people. Um, and so I recognize that in other people. I um, don't always agree with people who don't give any chances at all. And yet I also think we have to do what's best for us. Um, people are fallible, people fuck up, but if we're, are we talking about a one-time fuck up or are we talking about a week in week out? We've been doing this for months. They're never changing. Yeah. I mean, have you, have you sat down and talked with them and said, you know, right. Here's what I need. Here's, here's, here's what I need. You know, can we meet in the middle have a little bit more 
interaction. You know, if, if you've done that, then and it still hasn't changed, um, you know, yeah, then it's kind of time for a reassessment. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wish I could just tell people, yes, yes, dump the asshole. <laughs> I don't have to live your life, but I will say, don't be afraid of making a hard decision when you're not in any way, shape or form getting any, anything good mm. out of this. And if you are only getting crumbs of good and it's still overwhelmingly bad, don't be afraid to make a hard decision. That person, no matter what they've tried to convince you is not the only one out there who can be your dom. They are not in no way, shape or fucking form. Are they the mm. only one? And I have little tolerance for the, the people um, who, let's put to do this air quote doms who manipulate their partners into yeah. thinking that because we, many of us live under a scarcity mindset that there's not enough. There's not enough. And they'll play on that in a heartbeat. And it's some bullshit. Um, okay. This one comes from star who says, how do you introduce the idea of a contract to a new dom who thinks that stuff is only in a movie? I would say that new dom needs to continue to educate themselves. Yep. Um, because if they think the things you are bringing up are quote only in a movie, I'm going to say they have not dived deep enough into power exchange yet. And it might not be time to explore that with them, but it is time for them to, to do some more some more self-education, whether, whether they listen to a podcast or they read a book or they watch some videos, like in, in whatever form people like to consume media at this point, Kingsters mm -hmm. are there sharing our information and sharing our opinions and sharing our experiences. So uh, if that's what they say, then no, you're not ready for a contract because if they can't even accept the idea as fact, there's still more to learn and that would be now you can if if it feels right you can go down that journey with them and down that path and introduce them to resources and say here's some things i think you you need to know about um but they have to want to and they have to be willing to and that's mm -hmm. the hardest part of it yeah. i mean if when you think back to when you were still really new in bdsm mm -hmm. i'm sure there were concepts that you didn't think were necessarily yeah. Um, and I think of one right off the top of my head right now. No, no. But, you know, yes, there, there absolutely was. How did you, how were you able to change your mind or to be willing to look deeper into something? Uh, from talking to people, um, from attending workshops, from uh, going to munches, you know, having people explain things. Mm -hmm. You know, getting getting the other point of view from it and, and you know, that kind of opens the mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, last question from Instagram. Okay. Um, how would we handle it if we knew one of the boys was secretly listening to the podcast? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, um, quite frankly, sometimes when we're recording, I can hear dishes being put away in, in the kitchen, yeah. which is on the other side of the wall. So I'm pretty sure there's been some listening going on. Um... <laughs> It, I don't know what, I don't, I don't have a perfect answer to this or a perfect reaction. I know there would be serious conversations yeah. where we would, part of the ongoing conversation, we don't do a one and done on anything about sex or anything about even what we do and what we consider appropriate behavior. So we tease the 14 year old, almost 15 year old about not watching porn. We really mean it and he knows we really mean it, but we do make it a joke of, oh, we know you're watching porn, please stop. Um, so we're constantly setting those expectations. We set the expectation of this subject matter we talk about is 
perfectly acceptable. It is legal, it is moral, it is ethical, but it is not for you at this age. Um, we have talked about it in terms of it being a boundary. We talk about True. consent with the kids all the mm -hmm. time, in not just in sexual ways. So if that were to happen, I would talk about it as a violation of consent, a violation of a boundary, um, right. would totally lay on the mom guilt real thick. Um, <laughs> not afraid of that. Mom um, guilt is a magical does, thing. You have to use it sparingly, sprinkle yeah. it like powdered sugar sometimes. Um, but we, we would go back to the conversation about boundaries and respect and, and you know the same conversation we're constantly having which is these things might be interesting to you these things you might be curious about these things but these things are not meant for you yet you will have an entire lifetime of this the moment you turn 18 we've actually joked with him that if he would hurry up and turn 18 we would hire him to be our video editor because he knows more about that than we do <laughs> uh except he's too young and he's like you would i'm like could you hurry up because i would right. pay you for this um but that's because we've kept that line of a little bit of the line of communication about what we do fairly open mm -hmm. so okay those are our instagram questions now yeah. i'm going to jump into the two questions we got from patreon okay um and this question is what would be the best impact toy to start out with when you're new to using toys like um floggers paddles etc um, they said that their partner has spanked me before and used a belt once or twice, but they never used anything else. And the belt was real quick and just a few smacks. Uh, weapon of ass destruction, maker, mm. lover, user, yeah. dare I say almost expert. What say Ooh, you? Well. What, what does one start out with? Um, I would say, stay. <laughs> say, start with a simple paddle. Mm -hmm. um, you, you really can't go wrong with that. Um, you know, it may take a little bit of time to figure out you know, do you like thud? Do you like sting? Do you like a combination? You know, but but with a paddle, you can't really go wrong. Mm -mm. And you have okay. a lot of uh, choice in material of paddle too. Absolutely. I mean, you have everything from from wood, rubber, uh, leather paddles. You know, there is there is a, a, a whole myriad of of type styles and and everything else. And you know, with with, with whips, with crops, canes, you know, you, you can do a lot of um, damage. Yes, if okay. you're not careful. You, you can seriously hurt somebody if you're not careful with those. I, granted, you can do the same thing with, with a paddle, but it's a little less likely. Yeah, it's a larger um, surface area usually. You get a yeah. little bit more control with the handle. It's a much more mm -hmm. simple motion. Whereas with a flogger or crop, you're like, coming out yeah. and, and I mean a crop or a cane you know you have a very small spot that you're impacting but it it can make quite an impact it can, it can cut skin for um, sure you know with with the paddle the the main thing you want to remember you know mu always go muscle mm -hmm. all right you don't want to hit anywhere there's going to be bone you don't want to hit you know above the waistline where there's there's soft tissue and um, organs you know, so stay to the butt, um, upper thighs, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just work up slowly. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, what what I have done in the past, and and I learned this from somebody. You know, um, especially someone I haven't played with before. Do a one through ten, one being the lowest, ten being the hardest. You know, give give some wax. All right, rate that. You know, rate mm -hmm. this. You know, so that way you kind of get a range for the person that you're 
spanking. Mm -hmm. When you're buying toys, we try to do this on our shop, and I think we've, we've successfully done it with the products we have right now. But when you're buying from any shop, if they don't tell you in the description, is this a stinging sensation, a thud? Can it do both? Most mm -hmm. can, many can do both, not all. Because um, anything that can thud can sting. Just telling you, it's just about technique. Um, look for reviews that tell you because there's yeah. nothing more disappointing than buying a beautiful toy and then it not giving you the sensation you like. Like if you, you yeah. can make those work sometimes maybe, but it's just disappointing. It's like when we got the paddle, the leather paddle that I love from Logbrock, mm -hmm. I was ready to, I would never have purchased it just on site alone, just on the way it was described. I was like, that's going to sting. There's no way in hell. It is my absolute favorite paddle. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But if, and, and if I had been, you know, I would not have purchased it. It was sent to us for review. I happen to love it. Now I can tell people that paddle, that's amazing. You know, you get both <laughs> sensations from that. Uh, and those things I think are important. So if you're ever buying something and you leave a review, if you could talk about that, that is helpful for yep. those of us who go shopping for these things. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. This okay. came from a Daddy's Princess. Uh, we love, speaking of toys again, mm -hmm. we love toys and they're great tools, but we find they take a bit of time to learn and craft um, how uh, Ashley's partner likes to use them. Do you think toys and tools sometimes can get in the way of the DS connection? Yes and no, mm. I would say. So yeah. I think no when you're both learning together. True. Um, because you and I have learned things together and we've had to use our communication skills. Right. Um, we've had to, you've done your like your rating systems. We've tried mm -hmm. things out together. I've gotten to witness you being fallible in a safe, easy way. Meaning you're like, oh, I thought I was gonna drip that hot wax on you like that. We won't do that again. We won't and try that again. It humanizes you, which I think is always good. And it gives me the freedom and the security to know I can tell you that that was not good. We, we can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the other side can be true, too. I think it's really easy to get so caught up in the toys that you leave other parts of your dynamic behind. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it, it can be. But, you know, some sometimes in some cases, certain things, you know, can enhance. I mean, take rope, for instance. Because you know what the the biggest factor of of DS relationship is the connection, you know. So rope done right, and and I'm not talking about tying the perfect knot or you know making the most beautiful harness ever witnessed by anybody. Rope done right is the time spent with your partner. Okay, the the intimacy in that moment created with the partner. That is what is really the point is. So, you know, rope done right, you're, you're creating a deeper connection. Um, you know, sometimes, um, like our, our little bit of journey with, with wax play. Mm -hmm. And it has been a journey. And, and it has <laughs> been a journey. Um, we had some candles that were beginner yeah. candles. And... Uh, Mm, not so much. They, they, uh, that was a big owie. They, they, yeah, that was a big owie for her. Um, I even tried it on my arm, and yeah, it was a bit of an owie. Uh, you know, we, we kept trying, tried this one, tried that one. Um, it, it took us a little bit of, of trial and error mm -hmm. to, to find the right thing. So sometimes, you know, yeah, it can be confusing because you really don't know what to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think what you you want to remember the toys should enhance and not be the um, end all be all. So and, and I would say so. I think that what should come through when you're using toys and tools is whatever your connection is. So if you throw out all communication when you're using toys and tools, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If you use the if you I get yeah, I'm saying this the way I mean to say it. If you use the process of actually implementing those things as within your DS. So there's questions being asked, there's check-in from the DOM, there's make sure I've got consent. Am I giving a submissive or a bottom the freedom to say what they need to say, but maybe in that like sexy power exchange way that maybe you have, Right. you know, that's when the two come together in a, a really nice way and they enhance everything. Both parts of the relationship enhance the other, the DS and enhances the toy the toy enhances the ds um but if you toss out everything that like if the only time you come together to to communicate with one another is when the toys are uh put away everybody's fully dressed and you're like just sitting over coffee and you're not applying those skills to the toys then yeah the toys are getting in the way um i do think that there's it's possible that somebody could prefer to focus on the the items the flogger the paddle the rope the whatever and think that they that they are somehow separate from the other parts of power exchange that maybe they're not quite comfortable with yet and so they want to just play but they don't want to do the hard work part Mm -hmm. of having conversations and that then is absolutely a detriment to the relationship so it's about to me find if if you're not incorporating those two sides of power exchange Mm -hmm. together then then yes, that could potentially lead to problems. And so then it's important to strengthen the soft skills, so to speak, yeah. of power exchange. I, I mean, you know, learning how to use a toy properly is part of the journey, mm-hmm. you know, be, because without using it properly, nobody's going to get enjoyment out of it. Right, right. You know, so, you know, yes, there there is always a learning curve mm-hmm. with the toy, but you know, you kind of make that part of the journey. Right, and again, part of that journey means communication. Uh, we talk about the skills applying all the time. They apply to everything. And it's not just communication, mm-hmm. it's it's how you interact with one another too. It's the mutual respect you should have for each other and however that comes across between you. It's, it's all the parts of your relationship. And so if those things get tossed out because you're trying a new toy, that could lead to problems. Okay, uh, now we are over to our Fat Life questions from mm-hmm. Shy Sapphire. What's the best way to, to get to know kinky communities when you travel? Um, Shy Sapphire says they're afraid of not being able to identify safe places. So we gotcha. did do an entire episode on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a quick recap, mm-hmm. um, Fat Life tends to be the best place to start. Yeah. You're already on Fat Life, so you're halfway mm-hmm. there. Um, this is where my skills as a lurker usually come in handy because you go, (laughs) where are you going? Where are you traveling to? Right. You type in that region, that city, that state, whatever. And you start looking for what's available out there. And then you pay attention to how people are talking to one another, how moderators are responding, our questions Mm -hmm. being answered. If you want to go to a munch or a dungeon or a thing, when those things are safe to go to y'all, uh, keep it virtual, please. And thank you. Um, 
then you reach out to the group owner and you ask questions and then yeah. you you base whether you feel safe or not on that information and you're I'm, gathering. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out in, as an example I mean Orlando is a big tourist destination usually okay. is. You, usually <laughs> usually okay and you know I see this all the time in in the woodsheds group you know people reaching out uh, and and one of the ways you can research this because you can go to now, now woodshed has a FetLife presence and they have their own web page so the kind of things you want to look for is you know through their groups what kind of do they offer workshops do do they offer inclusive um, you know things socials for for all people you know, do they offer to educate do they offer to educate you know the, these are all things that you can look at there to, to see what what these groups are offering to get that gives you an idea you know uh, of what they're like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um, Jacksonville is another good example of that Jacksonville offers so many workshops and and different things you know they they have a very very open and educational based community mm -hmm. you know and and these are all things that are easily looked at you know it, it takes a little bit of clicking through because you know to find the different groups but if they have them they're there right and then use the fact that you are online and you're mostly anonymous and mm -hmm. dm and ask questions and then pay attention right. to not just what somebody says to you but the way the type of response you get and watch the conversations within those groups and how people are talking to each other and and how issues are handled because we all know there'll be in some groups there'll be a troll and what do they do about it and do they mm -hmm. try to keep the majority safe from whatever like it takes some legwork um, up, up front you have to do some research you have to like investigate some of these things right. if you don't know anybody um but it's it's much more doable now, especially on FetLife, because mm -hmm. most active communities that want to be found by new people will have some presence. And then some of them, yeah. yes, will absolutely have their own website. Um, you can maybe find um, other sites where people are talking about these communities or formed other communities or whatever, but you're already in the, the best place to start the investigation. Mm -hmm. So just, just do your homework before you even think about going in. Um, Tamsin Girl had many questions, some of which are, I'm like, oh, we should totally do some of these for videos or podcast topics. Mm -hmm. But um, I want to take one of the questions out of this because I, this is perfect for you. Tamsin Girl asked, does love make it difficult for a dom to enforce discipline sometimes? And can you think of any times when it's happened? Now, first of all, let's mm. just remind everybody, we do not speak for all doms or subs so this would be your perspective oh goodness um <clears throat> yes and no <laughs> i knew that was gonna be the answer <laughs> i knew that was gonna be the answer <laughs> i knew it um yeah it's it's kind of a double-edged sword sometimes mm -hmm. you know there 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 was a time i would totally you know poo poo when I heard somebody say oh you can't have uh, a love relationship and a DS relationship especially if there's an element of discipline involved yeah mm -hmm. especially when there's when there's discipline involved um, I wouldn't necessarily poo poo it 
at this point. You keep saying that. I know, right? You know everybody is giggling. Yeah, Just of saying. course. But um, I, I think that there is definitely a grain of truth to that. It, can I give an example? Mm. I mean, there have been times. So it's been a long time since you had to discipline me. Yes. It's been a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we were still long distance last time you put me in a corner. No, we were in the. Uh, were we? Yeah, we we were in the rental, and I've had you go stand in the. Oh corner yeah, that bed. didn't feel like a real punishment though. Mm. That just mostly annoyed yeah, me. Yeah, well, you didn't act like it was a real punishment. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, right. I, didn't. <laughs> I would say that it's safe in those times that it's not about love because you're making a point, and I'm right. uh, hammering home the reason you needed to make the point. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, but I do think back to. There was, when we were still long distance, I think yeah. it was the week we stayed in that hotel and we should be ashamed of ourselves for what we did to that poor bed. Yes. But uh, when I got there, I had inadvertently broken a rule. Oh, it was, a, I don't remember the rule, but I, don't I remember, remember the rule. it was a, a big one at that point. It was, yeah. but I'd also driven eight hours, stressed myself out, Yeah. was exhausted. I think mm-hmm. I'd left work early or something, so I'd. Like, it'd been a very long day. Mm-hmm. And the punishment, because at the time we more heavily relied on that aspect of our power exchange, I understood the rule that was broken. I understood what the consequence was going to be. None of that was a surprise right. to me. And you enforced it. And then I nearly passed out. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. And it was, so it, So if you remember back that far, and I, it's okay if you don't. Prior to understanding just how far gone I was, and I, I should have just waited till the next day, um, prior to that, knowing that you were going to have to implement that consequence, did it were, Did you feel anything negative about it, or was it just sort of a, yeah, this is what we do? Do you remember? Um, not really, no. I no. think it's because for both of us, it we allowed it because we were fine with it. We both consented. It's just a part of our... Relationship, kind of who we are, and yeah. the punishments are never so onerous that real harm could be caused. Except this one time, thankfully, you caught it because yeah. it could have caused real harm. It is just something that is enough of an oh, I don't like this that I actively avoid it. Mm-hmm. It's not something so awful that I'm I live in fear of it, or I'm I'm scared of it, or I'm even angry about it. If anything, I'm angry at myself. But in that instance because you didn't read me well enough yet and right. I didn't speak up and go, cause I was like, yeah, I did this. I or didn't do the thing. This is the mm. consequence. Okay. I'll, I'll take my, my hard knocks. It's fine. It was corner time. Y'all quarter time on my knees. I think I had to put my nose against the wall or something. Yeah. And then I think I started sliding sideways because it had been a, like a 15 hour day and it should have just waited. Once you realized that that was, was happening, happening, how did you feel then? Then, then I knew I needed to pull back and change gears. Yes, Absolutely. did you feel? But did you feel any like emotionally? Was it was there guilt or was it just like oh oh shit? Okay, well do something uh, different. I wouldn't say there was guilt. Okay. It was more of a learning mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me say this at this at this point in time. One of one of the things over time that I have had to learn with her is that. You know, one, regardless of, of whether I love somebody or not, one, I did never punish out of anger. Right. Okay. Two, 
a lot of the times if there is punishment involved, it is done because I love her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, if you didn't love me, you wouldn't care yeah, to uphold I, the rule. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't I wouldn't care. Right. <laughs> you know, let her do what you want. The heck with and, it. And this, remember, now, this is after we have talked about this, negotiated this, each consented to this is how our power exchange right. is going to work. This is not like an automatic assumed. We know that this is how we mm-hmm. want things to work, and we've decided that together. Now, on the other side of that, too, what I also have to take in consideration now that I know this is her mental health, mm-hmm. okay? At any given time, where is she at with that, mm-hmm. okay? Is she in a depressive low? Well, I can't dom her out of it. Is she manic? Well, I can manage it, you know, because <laughs> things, things that are going on, you know, I, I've learned to take notes and like, okay, we will, you know, let's let this percolate. We will talk about it and later. I, you can manage is the right word you can manage me a little bit better in a manic period because i'm at least hyper focused enough Mm -hmm. that i will listen to you i can hear what you're saying i will pout i will be disappointed wait what do you mean i can't go conquer the world in 30 minutes (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) but you can exert your authority and your will at that point i'm able to hear it Mm -hmm. and take it in yeah but again yeah it i somebody said in the live stream chat and i and it's the way i feel it's the way I know it's the way you feel because we've established that this is the kind of relationship we have and that certain actions or inactions, there are consequences for that. And we both mutually agree to that. It is an act of love to follow through. Like somebody said in the live stream chat, there are consequences for the things my children do or don't do. And I do not hesitate. Now I might not, I might know that I'm not going to love how this is about to play out, but it's important enough and there's an understanding and we've already laid out these guidelines. Mm-hmm. This is part of the job of loving you and as an authority in your life. This is, you know, and I think without getting into some of the weirdness that some that can occur when you start think comparing parent child relationships with DS relationships, it's still there's still a power differential. It, clearly completely different on many many levels but that same sort of thing exists just in different methods Mm -hmm. and ways um so yeah i would quite frankly if you let me get away with murder well not literal murder but you know (laughs) figurative murder if you let me do whatever the hell i wanted and i just started breaking rules left and right i would be I don't know if I'd be consciously disappointed, but on some level I'd be disappointed because it's like, why don't you care enough? Why don't I care enough? And there are, not all, not all, not all, but there are some submissives who will start doing that. They will, it's it's a a test of power, Mm -hmm. ages old. I'm gonna not do the thing. I'm gonna do the thing wrong. I'm gonna purposely try and make you mad. Are you reacting? Am I getting a reaction? Are you paying attention to me? And if a submissive gets to that point where they're like, well, I just won't do anything or I'll purposely not do that thing or I'll purposely break that rule, it's a test. Yo, doms, it's a fucking test. <laughs> now, I, we could do an entire, maybe we already have an entire episode on, hey, submissives, I'm gonna need you to use your words and communicate. Right. But I also understand the urge, if you've communicated a hundred times, and the partner's not paying attention, and now you're testing, and now you're testing to see, well, if I don't do anything, what happens? Mm-hmm. We ha- know somebody who's kind of going through the same thing, and all I can say is how 
how often, how long do you have to go through that before you decide whether this is the right relationship yeah. or this is the right dynamic or this is who you need to be in a power exchange with? And so that's way off track of the question, but that's where mm, yeah, we got but, to. Okay. Yeah. So we are, um, somebody actually, instead of asking a question, asked for a episode. I'm not sure. We could, probably could. Um, but the other question um, is from Fish Monkey, and it says, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you've mentioned that your kids know more or less what you do. You are right. Mm -hmm. um, what happens when their friends, friends, families find out? Is there a plan for such a thing? Um, basically, uh, Fish Monkey says, I guess in general, how does one handle a vanilla person finding out and it being a potentially awkward situation? So mm. that has happened to us yes. um, because somebody was silly enough to add said parent of friend into contacts and then Instagram and Facebook, but most uh, Instagram did that thing of, oh, you were... Oh, you're connected. Let me offer up the loving BDSM mm -hmm. Instagram to the teenage child who happened to be using their parents' phone, or that was their parents' number, and now that was on their phone, whatever. Yeah. So uh, it is awkward as hell, especially when it's in a situation where you're like, it's not just that we're kinky. We do this as part of our thing all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so there were a few things that happened. One, I immediately blocked, once I, anytime I know an underage person is seeing things, I they block them blocked, to the yeah. best of my ability. Nothing is foolproof, nothing is foolproof, but I blocked them. I was just blocking underage people on Twitter the other day. I was grateful for their honesty and saying their actual age. I was like, block, block, blockity, block, block. Um, <laughs> so that was the thing I could do and we caught it quick enough and we were told about it quick enough from the child who's now 14, I think he was 12. Yeah. Time, it was fair, fairly young. Yeah. Um, and um, thankfully we did that quickly enough that the quote friend who ended up not being a friend at all, um, didn't have the presence of mind to like screenshot anything or to, to do anything. So when they tried to go back, there was nothing that they could go back to, mm -hmm. thankfully. Um, then we had to have the conversation. And that was when we did, I think, start being a, l a little bit, a teeny tiny little bit more open about what we do yeah. with at least the oldest. And he asked the questions that kids have been asking of their parents. And this time is just much more sensitive. Why do you have to do this? Don't you care how this affects me? And so it was tough because I had to make, to draw the distinction between mm -hmm. I'm an adult, this is for adults. We we have to do our part to try to make sure children cannot see it. But also I am not ashamed of who I am. I do nothing wrong. I do nothing illegal, immoral, unethical. I'm living my life according to my values and I'm helping other people just by sharing my experiences. I have mm -hmm. nothing to be ashamed of. That is not, you might feel that deep down. It's not always easy to say. I was really grateful that the first time I got practice with this, was with the 12 year old who at least still loved me as, cause I'm his yeah. mom. You know? <laughs> so it gave me a little bit of strength in being able to answer that question. Um, so, and that was part of the, sometimes I'm gonna do stuff you don't like, but this isn't for you. The other thing, the conversation turned because it's one thing for it to be awkward and for somebody 
adult or child to go, what is that about? Why do you do that? And to maybe make uninformed, judgy comments. And that that is one thing. What we ended up dealing with with this situation was that child thought they were going to blackmail our child yeah. about it. And I was yeah. like, do you want me to go up to the school and rip these people a new asshole? Because I will. And he was like, <laughs> actually, no, I really, can we stop it here? So what we did was we found, thankfully, those, they were still, quote, air quote, friends. Um, and we could, f got information of all of this child's social media stuff and just blocked them everywhere. Yeah. That helped. Um, but then we had to have the deeper conversation in that very specific situation of, would a real friend do this to you? Is this yeah. person somebody you want to call friend? And within a very short amount of time afterwards, 14 year old at the time, 12 was like, nah, dude's a fucking asshole. And I was like, damn straight. Mm -hmm. And we might've used those exact words. Yeah. Um, we've had that experience of a vanilla person finding out and it being awkward with my stepfather. That is why we don't uh, go to Mississippi anymore. But that was also a time I stood up and said, nothing we do is illegal, immoral, unethical, yeah. goes against our values. We keep our children safe from it. Fuck you and the horse she rode in on. <laughs> but could I have done that first year of kink? No, no, not in any way, shape or form. Yeah, no. um, that is part of the benefit of talking about this day in and day out with other kinksters. I have, for me, I have normalized it so much that I actually have to actively remind myself that the vanilla world in general mostly can't handle this. Um, I live my life mostly as Kayla Lords. When I hear my legal name spoken, it is very foreign to my ears. That is not everybody's experience. But if you can internalize, even if you're not ready to ever vocalize it, if you can internalize the fact that what you do is between consenting fucking adults and you are a fucking adult and grown ass person mm -hmm. and you get to do what you do and you are not hurting uh non-consensually other people excuse me other people and i was about to make like a real good strong rant and i just choked myself um internalizing that for yourself i think make goes a little bit in making it easier and dealing with potential judgment now keeping yourself from being outed i'm gonna tell you the sex blogger way which is kind of the kink kinkster way for i i've always had one phone i didn't have two phones but i have separate logins for everything um, I do, I never, never on any social media go, yes, connect this me social media yeah. with my contacts. Never, no, never. It doesn't no. stop everything because all of the big social media and the tech platforms are so insidious. They're getting your information anyway. So it is a bit of, it's just a matter of time before something slips, some button gets pushed, something happens, somebody, mm -hmm. I mean, I had an ex boss who was also a very close friend of mine. DM me under both the Kayla Lord's Instagram and the loving BDSM Instagram. <laughs> that was awkward. And I thought I had kind of hidden that. I mean, I was using different, my Apple ID uh, address is a different than this address is a different than that. I use different browsers. I use different this. We use a VPN. We do like we yeah. take not every precaution you can take, but many, many common ones. Right. And it can still happen. Um, so your choice is figure out how you think you'll handle it if you do get outed in some way 
uh, or never go online as a kingster. I don't think never going online as a kingster is, is, feas- totally is feasible. feasible. I think no. I think that we want to. Many of us as just humans, we want to connect with each other. We want to be mm. part of a community. We go online to learn more. Right. Um, so, are there ways to do your best to hide your data to use certain search engines to not use certain platforms? Like, are those those mm-hmm. things? Yes. Do I know that and still do it anyway? Yes, but that's because I'm trying to be a, a person on the internet that gets other people to notice me. And so sometimes I weigh the risks. Yeah. But once my whole fucking family knew what I did and my stepfather saw my tits and his cock on the internet, I was like, what the fuck am I hiding now? I mean, yeah. what, what is there? Does that mean that, I mean, we did entire episodes on, on being outed and then we did the episode um, on being thrown out of a house over it is it devastating yes is it difficult yes do you sometimes Mm -hmm. end up making hard decisions and i'm not going to tell anybody what what their hard decision should be i know some people walk away from kink some people walk away from the online community they stay kinky they just don't go online and i know some people like us fucking embrace it Mm -hmm. um i know that i'm in a decent enough position that i don't really have to worry about child custody issues because the other parent who could contest that is not in a great place so you know i'm luckier than most um we know that we could go to great lengths to block the kids from seeing anything um i don't want to do that if i can help it because i think that then it only makes them want to find other ways to do it and now i've got kids who are sneaking around i would rather check their history from time to time, see what they're mm-hmm. doing, check in with them, give them a little bit of trust and then deal with it if I, if I have to. Um, we've been fortunate. They, like somebody else asked, they don't listen as far as we can tell. Um, the 14 year old very much is like, I don't wanna think about y'all in that way. So I'm good right now, thanks. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard him doling out fairly sex positive advice to his friends yeah so i mean some of it i'm not i'm not mad um the 10 year old anytime we are not explicit in front of the 10 year old that's the other thing to remember if you do have kids and you are going to try and be maybe a little bit more open with them um you don't have to be explicit we are not we are no way explicit with him around we definitely you know, keep it age appropriate. And yet the moment we even talk about the age appropriate things that at nearly 11, we want him to start understanding. He will jokingly air quote around that word, curl up into the fetal position on the floor and go, no, please stop. Um, And I'm like, but you have to know these things because I'm not going to let you become a teenager and not understand how your body works or not understand how this thing Mm -hmm. works and they know I know to talk about this and that I'm comfortable talking about this because I talk about this kind of stuff with adults all the time in different ways um but we've even had conversations about kink without everyone's using the word kink or BDSM we've done it several times now um Mm -hmm. but those are choices that we made and part of those choices were made for us once family members knew once other people knew what we discovered for us in our personal situation is the Mm -hmm. world did not crumble around us the world changed i have not we've not taken a road trip to mississippi (laughs) in over a year we may never um i may have to wait for a stubborn old fucking man to die before i do that again um at least to walk into that house um 
I've mostly made my peace with that because I'm not ashamed of anything I do. So uh, everybody's situation will be different. Everybody's risk tolerance is different. Everybody, what other people have to lose is different. Um, you know, we know very well how many people work in the educational field that happen to be kinky and some of them never are never around another child ever and would lose everything if they yeah. were outed. Um, I think the same is probably true in the medical field, which I find mm -hmm. that fascinating because you're mostly working with adults, but whatever, um, unless you're working with children. But still, there's, there's such a stigma around it. Some people have to just, they have to be completely anonymous or not go online and they have, they have to make different decisions than we have to make. But you changed an entire career and gave up on a potential like 20 year retirement plan because we were outed. Yeah. We were fortunate to be able to make that decision and to weather that decision. Mm -hmm. We recognize that not everybody can make those right. decisions. But regardless of the decisions you make about what you do if you're outed or not, the thing I would like everybody to internalize is that you're not doing anything wrong. Society won't understand it and hard hard things may happen if you get found out so definitely be careful mm -hmm. but if you can internalize that you are a healthy adult who's doing your thing and this is you know none of this is wrong or whatever society wants us to think about kink and the way we would do relationships or bdsm or whatever I, it might help you it might help you either be less scared it might help you weather whatever might happen it might have you ha uh, have slightly awkward conversations with people that you do think are safe to know that about you. Um, I actually get more questions from younger people about, should I tell everybody I know? And I'm like, wow, well, there's a definite age gap here because <laughs> <laughs> quite frankly, most of the conversations I have with, with older people tend to be, how the fuck do I hide all of this? Um, and I like the fact that there are people out there of all ages, I'm sure, that are like, this is a part of who I am. I kind of want to tell everybody I know. Is that, should I do that? I can't answer that either. <laughs> Not gonna try, because I don't have to live with the consequences of whatever you do. But maybe that means that the slowly, very, very slowly, the tide is turning. So I went on that rant. <laughs> um, I would say I don't mind these being longer. It's a Q and A, so I'm we'll chat for a minute. And if you are watching the live stream and have a couple of questions, uh, we. We could not even get to all our Fat Life questions, so hmm. we might not be able to get to all of these questions, but if you have a question, feel free to go ahead and ask, drop it in the live stream chat. Um, I keep saying that maybe we'll make this like a regular thing, like once every few months, and then we don't. What we do is we go, oh, thinking of ideas is really tiring. <laughs> maybe maybe some people have some questions. Um, and of course, I will do the uh, another plug, consider it like a commercial break, that if you like the Q&A thing and you find it helpful, um, we do this once a month through our Patreon, patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Um, it's a live stream. It's an hour. Sometimes we go over. If we get enough questions from patrons, I will, I'll go, we'll go longer. We'll answer all the questions we get. Mm -hmm. um, I also rant there too, uh, but it's a guaranteed once a month. Oh. <laughs> I have uh, been told mm -hmm. by Siloing that I'm allowed to delay her need to vacuum a little bit longer. I'm here for it. I'm here for mm. it. Um, <laughs> uh, happy to be part of the procrastination or for those of you who listen while doing whatever you need to be doing, happy to help uh, keep you going, whatever works. 
we're uh, equal opportunity, both procrastinator and what's the other? What, what are you doing if you're not a procrastinator? What's the what's the opposite of that? Don't worry, X. Overachiever. I will, I will. I will not let her filibuster. Why are we fill? What, what? Oh, I can filibuster. Yeah, I, I could have been one of those people that was on like the Senate floor for twelve hours just yes. talking. I I'm I well aware of that. Think. Uh, I think I have, I'm the type of person who could talk until my voice gave out, but I haven't tried that. I'm not gonna. Um, we got a good question yes. here. It says, how do you handle a submissive saying I have no limitations? Yeah. I, um, I borrowed, I borrowed a, a um, take from somebody in our community oh, yeah. years ago. A sadist um, take. Sadist take. Someone comes up and says, I have no limits. Like, okay, cut off the pinky on your left hand. I want you to do it. You have yeah, no limits. You have no limits, so have at it. You know, it's, you know, yeah, it, it, it's a joke when somebody says they have no limits and they'll do anything. It's also a lack of education and understanding. Right. It is absolutely, I have no limitations within the things that I am capable of imagining, which I assume is all there is to kink and BDSM. Yeah. It, um... It's, I am more terrified when I, when I see or hear somebody say that than of almost anything else, because that is how people find themselves in dangerous in, situations. Yeah. Because you say that to the wrong person, and the next thing you know, you're like, you've, you're in some, just put yourself in some really dangerous situations. Um, if you are told that, one of the others I've heard that's less drastic and terrifying mm -hmm. um, has been like, okay, well, I'd like you to, if, if somebody has long hair, I'd like you to shave your head. Of course, if they're a person who's attached yeah. to their hair, not literally, figuratively. <laughs> I mean, I think we're all actually attached to our hair, but um, then of course they're gonna balk. And then you kind of go, well. And all of a sudden they develop limits. Oh, see, you do yeah. have limits. Mm -hmm. um, I think if it's coming from a place of somebody who is excited and, and clearly like into you, into BDSM, into whatever. I think you can be gentler with that. You can talk about, well, let's actually talk about this. What do you, what does that right. mean? Let's do a yes, no, maybe list. Let's, exactly. But, then it, then it's time after that to sit down with the yes, right. no, maybe list. And you know, then, then you start right. getting some, some real answers, but I, you know, nine times out of 10, it, it's a lack of, um, information and education. Um, with a touch of sub-frenzy thrown in Oh, it can absolutely be some <laughs> sub-frenzy. And Silent Wing points out in the um, live stream chat, sometimes it's a lack of self-worth and someone is yeah. so afraid of chasing off a potential dom with their limits that mm -hmm. they deny they have anything at all, any at all. And that goes back to the, what you think BDSM and DS is versus what it actually is. And it's right. either bad experiences with other doms who've told you that, or you're new mm -hmm. enough and just don't know enough yet to have understood that. And I know some people who've been in kink a while and have gone from bad relationship to bad relationship because they haven't gotten that lesson yet. They haven't been told by somebody that they can trust that no, actually, uh, saying that you want something is not topping from the bottom. Our very first question, you know, yes, you get to have needs, also means you get to have limitations. Um, but I, um, and Tayshu's got the best take if you chase off a dom by having limits, you're probably saving yourself some serious trouble. A yeah. fucking men to that. Yeah. Um, okay. 
So another question come, has come through. I was just broken up uh, by my dom and fiance with because of how bad my mental health is. I am so sorry. Uh, I guess my question is how can I find a dom who will, for lack of better words, be able to handle my mental health? Um, that is sad and I am so sorry that yeah. that happened to you. I don't want to be too glib um, and too, uh, there's a word that I can't think of, word lady can't word. Um, in that the right person for you will not think it's too much, will not run away from it, will want to work with you on it, whether that means working with you, supporting you while you find the solutions that you need to manage it, um, or being there while you deal with whatever whatever your mental health does for you. Mental Having serious mental illness and, and mental health issues should not preclude anybody from having a loving relationship, power right. exchange or otherwise. Um, do sometimes the people that we think we love the most fail us and bail and can't handle it? And does it hurt? Like that, that's, yeah. that's awful. Um, the part of me that's the ranter and that's like kind of got this like big sister cool aunt kind of mode wants to go fuck them because they don't deserve you. You you can find somebody better, but that doesn't help while it hurts. Mm -hmm. um, I wanna be a voice saying that you and your mental health are not the problem, that person was the problem. They were, they were not the right person for you. Um, you are um, capable of finding love and you are worthy of love. You are worthy of a, a good power exchange. Um, sometimes it takes a while to find the, the right person. Um, right. I think that goes back to, and I, I know this happens with people who do have mental illness because I used to feel this way too. And I know it happens outside of this where we think I'm too much. I, I, there, I need too much. I require too much. I ask for too much. I'm too much. And if I make myself less somehow, I'll be right for, for a dom. And no, what you want is the person who looks at all of your mess and goes, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I, I don't know if I can handle it, but I'm sure as fuck willing to try. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to be imperfectly perfect for you and with you and to build something with you. Um, and from my experience of my own relationship, our relationship, and then observation, that's the person you want is somebody who's willing, who doesn't expect whatever they imagined power exchange to be or your relationship to be to come to them fully formed in a box with a pretty fucking bow on it. Mm. They're like, actually, this is hard work and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either and we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out together and we're gonna be yeah. messy together. Um, and I'm just so sorry that that yeah, happened that, to you. Um, mm. But it doesn't mean that you are not worthy of love and good things and whatever whatever power exchange that you want the most and you can mm -hmm. have it it may take a while but you, you can absolutely have it yeah. um let's see uh, i'm looking in the live stream chat just to see if there are any questions that i missed mm -hmm. um Thinking Stardust Jewels asks, are there any good templates for yes, no, maybe mm. lists out there? There are, somebody in live chat always said, definitely do a Google thing. I'm gonna say, if you subscribe to our newsletter, link in the description box or in the show notes for podcast listeners, we give you one for free. No checklist is completely comprehensive of every single solitary kink out there. Um, but, so it's always good to maybe get a couple, to find a couple, um, but ours is what, seven pages long? 
I think it's seven think pages so, yeah. long. I mean, yeah. I made big font and space for notes, but I mean, it's still <laughs> seven pages long. Um, so, let's see. Um, I'm looking if there's any. We'll have to, uh, what I'll say is we have time for one more question if it wants to come on through the live stream chats. Do I have any other commercial breaks? Don't forget to watch our elegantly owned video and enter the giveaway because who doesn't want free stuff? Three prizes, three prizes. Um, two day collars and an anklet to be given away. Um, trying to give to, see, podcast listeners, what you don't see is that there's like an up to 30 second lag between when I say something and when the YouTube live stream audience can hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I ask for something and then I have to wait and fill the time with whatever I can think to fill the time with. Yeah. Um, I do I do enjoy these Q&As. These are, mm-hmm. these are fun and they yeah. give me something to think about. And truly on FetLife, we got so many questions. I'm like, oh, there's a episode. There's a video idea. There's a this. There's <laughs> right. a blog post. I got stuff mm-hmm. to talk about now. So thank y'all if you if I did not yeah. if we did not answer your question, but you asked one. Um, <laughs> Silent wing in live stream chats like yeah, and sometimes we don't say anything in the live stream. We would you make Kayla question whether she's still live? This mm-hmm. is true. Um, it's good to know that my, uh, my community is filled with people who love a good mind fuck. <laughs> okay. So no questions have come through. So no. we are going to stop this part and go mm-hmm. into the bonus section. Yes. Um, hopefully we helped. Hopefully we gave you more to think about. If more questions came up, uh, while we were talking, you are always welcome to message us, DM us. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes me a while to get back to those. I, yeah. The, the folks who have DM'd me on FetLife and waited a literal month for a response know that yes, sometimes, sometimes. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Um, and yeah, yeah, I don't have a good way to end this because I was just um, sitting here waiting for somebody to ask me a question. So. <laughs> I don't, I didn't know. Uh, Are we good? We're going out with a whimper instead of a bang. Uh, as good as we'll ever be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep it kinky, <laughs> y'all. We'll see you next week. Oh my we'll goodness. see you next week. Howdy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to that cricket? Decent, thank y'all. Because you jumped right in and let me get a chance to write my number down. You were already writing it, so I knew you had your number. Girl. Please, 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 please. (laughs) Girl? Please. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um, (laughs) 
Uh, Juniper, you asked about the uh, Butters giveaway. We did a very random, for podcast listeners who might not have seen, we did a very random giveaway. It was claimed within like five minutes. I actually had emails like flow through, like, I want it, I want it, I want it. It was a really random giveaway. It was not organized. It wasn't even by the Butters. It was a, a reject product that I just didn't like the smell of. And then it took 24 hours to actually hear back from the person who was the yeah. winner. And I was like, holy shit, this is stressful. But it's, yeah, it's gone. So we did a review for body moisturizers from the Butters. And of course, we talked about the lube again, because of course we do, because we always do. Um, and I had, had received a product that just, oh God, it smelled, it's so sweet. Oh, it smells like candy. And I just don't want to put that on my body. Um, so I gave it away at random. I have to so, point this out to you because okay. you, I love this. I okay. love this. Let me find it here again. Ah, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Is it Taishu? Yes. Mind fucking me in the live stream chat? Yes. So speaking of, we said elegantly owned right many, there. many times. Yes, I will read that. Um, <laughs> I saw that. I love it. Uh, if We do have a, a coupon code for elegantly owned uh, that we talk about in the video. We keep pointing people to the video because we want you to get something for free. But if you shop, use the code LovingBDSM15 and you save 15%. And here in the live stream chat, Taishu says, speaking of mind games, I almost made the discount code LovingDS1 and the number one, LovingDS and the number one. <laughs> uh, just so Kayla had to say that over and over. And this is how you know you found your people. Um, actually, BDSMcontracts.org. Love that fucking site. Love the person behind it. She's so cool. Um, they sponsored some of the mini-sodes when we did those 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. And they gave a special link to a couple special links. The link I used and they made as a joke was like BDSMcontracts.org slash LovingDS and one just like that fucking handle i will forever fucking hate if you are new if you're a youtube watcher and you are new that is what i say in every intro of the podcast because i instagram made me so fucking mad and i had to pick a handle that i did not like but that was the closest fucking thing and now i have to say it over and over again if i want to promote the fucking instagram account for loving bdsm and it just makes me mad um and it's mostly i'm mad at instagram for their um, censorship bullshit. And then I had to, uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, hi, Aria and bye to crow. We've got some folks coming in and out of the live stream chat. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? I thought there was some, uh, some stuff I was gonna say, and now I've forgotten. The whole this whole crickets bonus section has gone off the fucking rails. Um, it usually does. Uh, um, somebody is gonna slide into my DMs. I want to talk about how I can change the handle for Instagram. I want to let you know before you slide into my DMs. I'm aware. It's not that. That was that it's that I can't have the handle I want that I once had. We once had loving BDSM at loving BDSM, but the letters BDSM all together freaked Instagram the fuck out. <laughs> and then we got blocked and banned because I silly me used a vanilla hashtag on something that was about kink education and somebody couldn't handle it and reported mm. us. And uh, I was just awful. Yeah. Why am I on Instagram? I don't know. Um, so. So Silent Wings says in the live stream chat for podcast listeners who aren't seeing it, what kind of community would we, be, would we be if we weren't constantly teasing each other? And here's what's hilarious. One of the topics on our short list 
is about teasing, not just sexual teasing, but actual like verbal teasing because it is a massive part of our relationship Mm -hmm. and we have had to set boundaries with it yeah we've had to learn to communicate about it Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna talk about it here because that's for an actual topic i don't want to give away the good stuff now but yes speaking of speaking of teasing um so Hmm. do you have anything for the bonus section anything to share it's been a rough a a different kind of rough week different kind of rough week um i've just been playing in the shop i you made a beautiful bowl i i have been doing some um a little bit different things in the shop let me get them i'll show them at least at least youtube folks yes if what is your handle on instagram so folks can see if they're on instagram um you're uh, at the wood dom right the wood dom yeah on on instagram Instagram. yeah Yeah. if you follow them on instagram and I do post pictures there. Yeah, it's pr- it's not kinky, y'all. No. It's it's a bowl, but it's a beautiful bowl. So I highly recommend, even if you don't follow, Actually, go I'm to the Wood Dom on Instagram. I'm gonna show the two of them. Oh yeah, I like your latest bowl. Yep. This chair is not always cooperative. It's not the chair. I think it's that we're like really close and tight in yeah. here. Yeah. But um, I I have been uh, playing around with. Um, you know, I've done resin stuff before, and I obviously do wood stuff. Right. And I I have been playing around with combining the two. And when you say resin, you what we would know is acrylic, acrylic colored, a, colored acrylic. Right. Um, a, like an epoxy type resin. We've used all the words. If you still don't know what we mean, I'm gonna direct you mm-hmm. to Google. I don't know how to explain. And, <laughs> um, you know, I I work with a lot of reclaimed recycled wood uh trees that have been fallen down from storms trees that have been cut because they're sick you know too old stuff that's destined for the wood pile or junkyard Mm -hmm. you know trash and like this is a, a piece of camphor and it is um live edge i kept the bark intact but it had a knot hole in it. So I filled the knot hole with epoxy. And it gives just that little bit of... It's a little shot of color in the middle of, of the color. wood. So if you're like, eh, wood, yeah. okay. Now this one is turquoise. Yeah. And it's like, it's fascinating because what it did when it filled and then you turned it mm-hmm. is you can see how the hole formed. And you can see the difference from one side of the bowl to the, the other. other side of the mm-hmm. bowl. Yep. And that is really fascinating. And, you know, uh, same thing. I was uh, gifted some wood from another wood turner. And one of the pieces was a beautiful piece of cherry. Even without getting into the wood, um, could see the, the different variations of the grain. Now, when I got into the wood, um, there was a rather large knot hole. <laughs> And I literally had to go in there. I used a dental pick. Oh, wow. To go in there and, and clean all the soft wood out of the knot hole. And this I used um, a translucent blue. It's like a, I mean, I can see the translucence from the light from my angle. Yeah. But when you look at it on screen, if you see a picture on his Instagram or you're watching it on YouTube, mm-hmm. it's like this beautiful royal blue. It yeah. is gorgeous. And, and I used that to fill the knot hole. And yet I was able to, you know, otherwise this would have been a 
discarded piece of wood. You wouldn't have been able to use wouldn't it. Wouldn't be able to use it. But um, you know, and again, the the not the color comes through to the inside. So I've I've been playing around with doing some of that this week, and that's that's what I've been uh, coming up with. Mm-hmm. You know, and and yeah, cherry is is a beautiful beautiful wood and um you know yeah i I love cherry i don't get it that often but um you know i wanted to be able to i I didn't want to lose this piece and and with the resin filling i was able to make it work so my question is because of Mm -hmm. course i got to bring it back to kinky town because you know Mm -hmm. i do um are there plans for resin acrylic epoxy pick your word any word uh and your kinky fuckery yes can you share any of those plans i, I know they're loose plans right now actually mm. in your i know how you research in your mind they're very concrete plans yeah but well i i there there's a couple different things that i i would like to approach this in 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 a sense um i have seen people do some beautiful cutting boards Mm. Okay, where the one side of the board is just the wood, mm-hmm. and then they do a pour over mm-hmm. of epoxy. So of it's resin. like half and half. Half kind and of. half. Um, now the the other thing I've seen. So you're saying, from a kinky perspective, you could do a, a paddle. A with paddle like a, that. A okay. paddle with, um, you know. Um, a pour over right right one half of it's wood one Mm -hmm. side of the paddle will be wood the other half would be that acrylic yeah um the other thing i've seen uh which which is really beautiful too um i I don't know if y'all are familiar with what a a wood burl is um if you've ever seen a tree that had a growth growing off the side of it generally happens where um um a limb has been cut off and it kind of grows over. Looks very kind of knotty. Knotty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that is a burl. Now, what you, um, what they do, they cut the burl off and remove the bark and that uncovers um, different grain patterns underneath. Beautiful grain pattern because you've got grain going every which way with different colors. Um, what I have seen people do, you slice the burl mm-hmm. and then pour resin with it. Okay. The resin fills in the voids on the burl. Gotcha. And this and that. So then you get a wood acrylic combo that's one piece, sort of like your bowl. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you can do something with that. So when is that going to happen? Um, <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a little bit... For that, because that that is going to take some uh, uh, planning mm-hmm. and and some work. I have to, you know, this this is not something I can just go out and you know I can go out and buy a um how do I say it I can go out and buy a pre-made mold mm-hmm. for making pen blanks, mm-hmm. for example, with burl. Um, cannot just go out and buy a pre-made mold for, for 
a paddle. paddle I, I think like we that. found your side industry. Yeah. We need to start making <laughs> those things. And actually, what I like about that, because with your bowls, with the paddles, mm -hmm. with the ideas you're talking about, that means every single one you make is one of a kind. Yes. Because even if you get a similar piece of wood, a hole will be different, or it'll be of a different depth, or the grain. Yeah. It's, like everything and, is one of a and kind. No matter, I love you that. Know, with mixing resin, one of the things I've, I've learned um, is that, um, you know, even if you take exact notes um, on mixing the resin, you know, for, for color, um, you know, it never comes out exactly the same. Right. Right. And um, Silent Wing, yes, silicone is, is my friend. And I, I have found a place where I can actually buy the um, silicone to make your own molds. Your own molds, yes. Oh, okay, so I'm, that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. You actually could like start up a side business for all the other kinky makers out there and be like, I've made a blank mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. I am all, y'all, I can monetize all kinds of stuff. <laughs> there are, I have more <laughs> ideas for things JB can make and sell than he could ever make mm. and sell in a lifetime. <laughs> Right. Oh, I think that's a so, blessing and curse. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, uh, you know, yes, I, I, I do intend to move towards that direction mm -hmm. at some point. Um, working towards getting some of the newer tools. Mm-hmm. You've got a big tool on the way. Yeah. Has it shipped yet? No, it hasn't. I need to respond to them about, they just sent me an email. Oh. Um, apparently it will arrive on a 53 foot tractor trailer and they need to make sure that the truck can get here <laughs> holy shit what the fuck did you buy how big is this box are they gonna have to like carry it to the shed through the gate will uh, they do that no they won't it'll make it to the garage and that's it how big is this fucking box <laughs> three three boxes this is like an ikea order except it's your tool yeah it's one tool, one three tool. boxes? One tool, three boxes. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Please respond to that email. Whew. No wonder they yeah. charged you the shipping and they did not give you free shipping on that. Right. Right. I have noticed if it has to come in a 53-foot truck, you are not getting free shipping. You, there's no Amazon Prime on mm -hmm. that. has asked what did you buy um it's it's a drum sander x it's a good drum sander a, a good drum sander um read expensive drum yeah sander. um it, it's a 1636 drum sander meaning i can do um wood up to 36 inches wide you can do big paddles yeah massive paddles yeah is this new tool primarily for the paddles yes i'm, I'm yes. here for it i'm here for the kinky yeah. fuckery tool um yeah because uh, up until this i hand sanded every paddle yeah you have yeah you have yeah which is why i try not to give you too much like he's got a massive bag next to his desk of wood that I, I recognize on site as that as paddle wood and I'm like when are you going to make something but then I, I do think about the fact that you genuinely hand sand every single one right 
on your lonesome and I'm not available to help. Also, I would get bored and you would ban me from the garage. You'd be like, you've got to fucking go. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you while we're trying to say mm-hmm, these things. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and that's exactly it. X, um, you know, I, I can take and, you know, put it through the sander one side, flip it over, do the other side, and then just re-spool the uh, drum with different paper, you know, for different grids. Like, I understand because I've now watched you mm-hmm. sand for a few years now, but also yeah. you said all of those words and I was like, it's no different than when I start talking about website design or I start telling you about this article I have to write for somebody. Are you okay? Yeah, Do you're you- talking about website design. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and never mind. The website we're working on now is your website. I cannot wait till we I can know. we publicly announce I that. Know. That's going to be so cool. I uh, actually, we will be more excited than anybody else, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping by August I can start talking about it. We've already told our on patreon we talk about it there but i'm so excited it's yeah. why the massive tool is yes. on its way mm-hmm. and for everybody giggling over me consistently <laughs> referring to it that way you're welcome um so yeah <laughs> um yeah, I, you know, X, I, I do have a certain understanding of website design. You, ha- you have, have more than you let on. You yes. just, you, it's not what you want to be spending your time on. No. And you get very bored with it. You're like, can I just get a login so I can add a product? Right. <laughs> I'm like, but there are decisions <laughs> to be made. Do you like this shade of brown or that shade of brown? <laughs> it's brown, damn it. It's brown. They all look brown to me. Do you want the social media icons here or there? The worst is when I ask you, how do you want me to describe this? And you're like, wait, we're talking about the layout and the setup of a website and writing. Like, can can I double glaze over? <laughs> is it possible to die of having your whole mind glaze over with boredom i don't know Mm -hmm. i know and that gives me too much power because it's like i could make you a website i could design it for you and when i say design do not think i have special like programming coding bloody design skills i do not we use shit right out of the box thank you very much uh and i get help when i need it but i'm like but i have to write the whole description for this whole page you don't want any input Mm -mm. (laughs) you do realize the words i use will help determine whether you sell anything or not right this is too much power for one person to have (laughs) so (sighs) yeah yeah we um we're doing fun things and i'm i'm Mm -hmm. making things happen because i have about 85 post-it notes with to-do lists on yeah. them and if i did not have those 85 post-it notes nothing would be getting done so i feel <laughs> like no you don't have to understand from the outside looking in to know mm-hmm. we can give a slight office update i think from yeah from between 
last week's uh, bonus section to now, we uh, are much closer to it being completely done. Yes. I yep. have a, ta- a side table that desperately needs to be painted is so the wrong color. Mm-hmm. Like, it's given off the whole wrong vibe in this room. It, <laughs> it will be a version of Sassy Lilac. And then we have cords to organize. Oh, my God, so many cords. Yeah. And I think that's we're, about it. We're, here, we're right? actually to the point where I can start um, organizing cords mm-hmm. now. It's um, our weekend project, right? That, that's going to be our weekend project. And... Um, yeah, because I did get the cord needed for your computer. Yes. And we got that pl- wired up yesterday. And I've now moved my computer you, for the you, third which, time. Which means you've been able to move your computer again. I can't decide where I want it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing feels right. But, uh, yeah, now now this coming weekend we're going to actually uh, tame these cords floating around yes. here, which I am looking forward to. Um, I even bought zip ties and, and stuff. I know, um, and you've got those little clicky orange things that hold things. You're very excited. I don't know what they're called. Cord keepers. Cord keepers. They're, all I know is they're clicky and they're bright fucking ass orange. Yeah. Like, whoa, so orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, every time you find one at the bottom of a box, you're very excited. Yes, I am. I don't understand, but I don't have to. No, you don't. I just have to hand them to you when you want to bundle all those cords That's together. right. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Quite frankly, I'm I'm totally good with that. Mm-hmm, Are we mm-hmm. maybe going to actually set up our brand new camera and and start using it next week? Will that also be we're, a weekend we're, project? We're going to start playing with that. You've um, been taking pictures with it. I've been taking Beautiful pictures, pictures with it. Beautiful pictures with it. And and it's been doing very very. I'm very impressed with the pictures mm-hmm. it takes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Been uh, taking lots of pictures and popping them up on Etsy. Mm-hmm. And and that's been yeah the it, wood it, dom on Etsy yeah mm-hmm. if you're and uh, it's uh, it it's been doing a, a, a real a real nice thing. Well, you, you know, Silent Wing, I I am a cord organizer from way back. Um, I I worked in a place many years goes back to um, two thousand five, and. Um, I, I walked into this place, and and my office was in the um, server mm-hmm. area, <laughs> and <clears throat> oh my God, I, I I about dropped my jaw when I walked in there, and and I saw what the the cabling was like in the server room. I've I you showed me pictures and I have worked in spaces where, I mean it just looked like spaghetti that somebody didn't care about. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I, I I had a big talk with with boss, and they um, actually agreed to it. Um, ordered uh, cables, mm-hmm. uh, same color, did varying lengths. I actually volunteered my time and went in there on a weekend. So I could shut everything down and rewire all the ports and switches. They totally should have paid you for that shit, but I understand why you would have done it. I well, why. I, I had to be able to shut everything down in order to right. do it. Right, they still should have paid you for it. And um, Just saying. Yeah, I, I went in there and, and I 
rerouted all those cables. I mean, it it actually made my job easier in the long run when I had to trace a port. And you made some, you're the person who came behind you, you made their job infinitely easier. Oh, yeah. They'd probably never yeah. seen anything like that mm -hmm. before. I know I was Twitter, Instagram, somewhere, and somebody was posting those, like, really satisfying images, and one was of, like, a server kind of situation where it was just cords upon cords coming off of this thing, but they were color coordinated, bundled perfectly in line and straight and equidistant. And I was like, oh, I could just stare at this. <laughs> I, I mean, I also, when I see something like that, I get a little bit of low key anxiety because I know what one it must've taken to make it that way. And mm -hmm. I also know how quickly it could like be fucked up. And like, yes. I, I get anxiety on strangers behalf, like <laughs> just secondhand anxiety. I don't know. Um, but it is very, it's super satisfying to see yeah. cords like all oh, yeah. perfectly bundled and neat yep. and hidden away. And oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, we are definitely rambling now. Yeah. Not unlike every other day, but mm -hmm. we've gone down a serious weird rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you are still with us, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, I'm impressed. Um, I have now watched enough people on YouTube who do really long videos where they record their podcast for video as well. And I've seen enough comments of, yes, I just put you on to fall asleep at night. And I'm like, you know what, if we're helping somebody with that, I'm here for it. I don't think I have a voice that anyone would call soothing. Um, you do, you have a soothing voice, but yeah, you'd be, you'd be trying to fall asleep and then something will make me laugh and I'll have you jump straight out of the fucking bed because I will have laughed too hard. So, but anyway, if you're still here, cool. Um, and Silent Winged, yes, we have to stop. And yes, you have to, you have to vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> um, for podcast listeners, I know it's, you know, sometimes you just love your podcast and sometimes it's a mm -hmm. scheduling issue. If you ever get a chance to come for any live stream, not for us, I mean, for the folks in the live stream chat, it's, they're amazing. Um, my lurkers out there, I see you too. I'm one <laughs> of you. Uh, we did not do an emoji of the week because I forgot. Um, we're just gonna leave it that way. So it, this is my long, long rambling way of saying that we need to go. Yes. <laughs> we still have to figure yeah. out. We still have another video to record too. We do. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So we will see. I'll pick a thing. Friday night live stream hangout. Next podcast. Whatever. Whatever. We will. We will be back in our normal way, and hopefully you will be here with us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>